0: you All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Armbarn Podcast. Um, I have an awesome guest for you guys, as usual. Um, I've known him now for what's it gotta be, it's gotta be going on over Probably six seven, years, close right? To
1: seven years, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's close to seven years. So we've known each other for seven years. We played college ball together. Uh, this is Dylan Pickles McCullough. You're gonna hear me call him pickles the entire time. So go ahead, pick. Uh just so, introduce yourself real yeah, quick. Yeah, guys, I
1: was I was Mitch's teammate at Ecker College. Um I was a pitcher. Obviously, Mitch was a catcher, as you guys know. But um I grew up in a town called Deltona, Florida. It's kind of in between Daytona and Orlando, if you know where that is. Um, but yeah, that's where I grew up at.
0: Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super stoked that you you came on. Uh just quickly, everybody listening, I usually do this at the end of the show, but I'm just gonna do it because I always forget. Guys, if you're enjoying listening to the show, just make sure you guys go ahead and subscribe on YouTube or follow me on any of the social media platforms. uh, Because I've been getting some decent numbers on Spotify. uh, But those people listening on Spotify, make sure you follow on YouTube so you can see the video as well. Um, But guys, we've been firing up the show like this for the last, I think this is going to be my fourth song. Yeah, so the last four weeks. We're going to get right into the guest song of the week. Uh, so this this week, it's called Talking About Florida. <laughs> T- Talking About Florida. So I hope you guys enjoy uh, this week's
2: guest-, guest song of the week. It's the OnBarn Podcast. Yeah, I'm talking about Florida It's the sunshine state The humidity ain't great But nobody's mad when they chillin' in the sand in Florida It's the sunshine state Yeah, Disney lines ain't great But nobody's mad when they chillin' in the sand Went to school on the West Coast, yeah Played some ball on the East Coast, yeah Had to buy all new clothes, yeah Cause this heat ain't no joke, yeah Spend our free time in downtown St. Pete Yardaville and McDonald's, it's a place to be If you're looking for a party, Miami That's just not where you're gonna find me Top down on the skyway, no doubt If you've never had a sun pass Don't talk about, yeah, yeah Don't talk about, don't talk about Florida It's a sunshine state Yeah, the humidity ain't great but nobody's mad when they chilling in the sand in Florida. It's the sunshine state. Your Disneyland's ain't But nobody's mad when they chilling in the sand in
0: All right, pick. What the heck? Pick.
1: That's lit.
0: Was that Yeah. Was that you kind of fire or what? Oh, dude, I'd literally been working on it like the last two, three days. Yeah. So uh just finished it up probably about an is hour ago. Honestly. I you know what my dream is. What's your dream? Charlie Harper. Yeah. You know two and a half yep, men? I do. Yeah, I've, I've said this on previous episodes. Yo, it would be so, – because I, I, you know me. Like, I'd prefer to make people laugh. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. do, like, a, a, comic, a, com, a comedy side of it. So, yeah, dude, I've just been enjoying making these songs because I think they're hilarious. Oh, yeah. I think they're so fun. And as I keep getting better, like, uh, dude, I just feel like they sound better each week. Let's see what – um, Yeah. I'm excited to see what you got in the upcoming weeks, bud. I uh, know. I know. I'm trying to get better at it, but the, the, the beats auto-tune. have been fun
1: for sure is that that's know, what's really saving you right there oh 100
0: you know? <laughs> if i if, if i took the auto tune off
1: <laughs> i want to hear without the auto tune
0: that's what i yeah. should do every week i should i should post it with the auto tune and without the auto tune and people would be dying laughing Absolutely. you're right that's actually a good idea but all right dude uh let's get right into the baseball talk the the how i've been doing it is you know first 10 minutes or so of the show we talk about baseball, and then after that, we kind of just absolutely shoot shoot the shit. So, four years together at Eckerd. Yeah, I really only caught you for two of them. Yeah, pretty
1: much. Yeah, my senior year,
0: because yeah, junior and senior yeah. year. Because freshman freshman, I didn't really catch junior year. I played third, yep. so two years of catching you. Um, you know, a lot of ups and downs from. Both of us, good outings, uh, bad outings, good individual pitches, bad individual pitches. Um, But, dude, the one thing I want to talk about, just to start it off, is our relationship as a pitcher and catcher. (laughs) Because I think, I thought it was, it's one of the most unique ones I've ever had in my career. So just, just quickly run through like your perspective, what our relationship was like as a pitcher and catcher. So
1: we were kind of like brothers at the time. We, we'd fight with each other, but most of all, we'd get along for the most part of it. But we wouldn't, I don't think, honestly, when I was like pitching, a lot of people are like locked in and not to say I wasn't locked in, but I was more of like the, the, the funny type. I like to laugh. Like I didn't like to have the serious mood really. And I think Mitch eventually caught along to that and, And he kind of picked up on it, and that's what I fed off of. And so that's basically what we based our game off of, is how many times we could laugh in a game because Mitch knows, like, for instance, pitchers and catchers meetings when he comes out to the mound, he didn't want to talk about baseball with me. We'd basically just talk about anything besides baseball at that point.
0: Dude, that's exactly what I was just about to bring up. That's why I had this question, was because I thought one of the funniest parts about me and you junior and senior year was, like, you know, it'd be the sixth inning and you've been shoving for five, and maybe you get into your first bit of trouble here in the sixth. And instantly I look over at the dugout. Coach gives me one of these, you know, the hand to go talk to you. And I just like, in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, in my head, I'm thinking, yo, he does not want me to come out there and talk to him about baseball right now. It's like, like he knows, how we both know how we're going to attack this next guy. It doesn't matter. Let's just go, I'd go out there and I'd literally say something like, Yo, you're trying to like eat at
1: the cast yeah, after the game or something. Or, or literally, something serious, stupid like that's that. kind of what our relationship as a pitcher and catcher fed off of. We just knew how to have a good time. Yes. Um, a couple instances yes. where you just like kind of flick me off behind the plate and I would just get a giggle out of it. We'd go fastball or something. Yeah. Like, something like yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Or like, or like you'd give up a bone, oh, yeah. right? Like, a, a, Per prime example I don't have like a specific one that I'm thinking about but let's say you give up a bomb and this happened multiple oh, yeah. times like we'd make eye contact and just be like
1: <laughs> "Yikes, Fuck. yikes!" Like, yep. you know yeah, I, would, I would never take and it that, too serious or too to heart Um, I just had more ex- fun with it more than anything
0: and also there there was like there was a there was a sense of accountability between the me, me and you though like oh, yeah. you knew that you knew that I cared just as much as you did about you giving up and that the bomb and the team depended and on us a lot Yes, and that's that's why it was okay, and that's why we never got mad at each other, right? You you barely shook me off. We were mostly yeah. on the same page, and if we give up a bomb, you it's not like you're gonna go, dude. What the fuck? Like, why'd you call that? Because you knew that it was like, I felt so, like so bad. I don't want to say so bad because that yeah. that's just there not was- right. But it's like you a sense of accountability yeah, you knew that i knew that i fucked it, up it
1: brings back a memory <laughs> and it, this is like my clearest one of when i gave up a home run we were in our regional game and i don't know if you remember it was the first game of the regional game i was starting and i shook you off i think you wanted a fastball and i was like let's go to change up and my change up was ne- my yeah. change up was never consistent like i had a good change up sometimes i had a bad change up a lot but it was never consistent and so i shook you off for a change up and and you wanted a fastball and you had a home run <laughs> And I just look at you and I just like, I shook my head and I just put it down and laughed because you knew. I was like, <laughs> damn it.
0: And, and just point out where was that? What, where was that happening? That was in the regional game. At a regional. Yep. It's not like this is some <laughs> exactly. midweek game. That you're like we're literally like, and that's just how we always yeah. were. We knew we were working together. So we knew we were both going to be competitive. So just, it it was never a battle between the two of us um and that's why i think even you know even our junior yeah. year right our team's success wasn't there but me and you we got on the same page that year and we carried it over into the And even that year, year we got on huge. the same
1: page we i don't know if you remember but we roomed together all senior year on the road and we had such a good 100%. time rooming together we such a, had, such we a good memories time forever from that one
0: Oh 100% dude 100% um so this kind of leads in. I asked you to think about what you would say for this. I'll tell you mine right now. So I'm going to just get into my favorite moment between that. Me and you have had on the field together. And for me, I I mean, this is obviously excluding just winning it all together. Um, But specifically the last weekend at the Turley athletic complex, you obviously throw Friday nights and I, I don't know the exact number, but, we literally struck out. And I mean you literally struck out, but I just happened to be the catcher that night. You literally struck out what eighteen. I think it was something 17? like that, seventeen or eighteen. Some ridiculous number. And dude, if I remember correctly, and this was our plan a lot of the time, but you know, against the good teams, yeah. we wouldn't or I, I shouldn't say the good teams, like the better, the the top echelon yeah. of our of our conference. Um we would try to do this, but it would be more difficult. But I think against St. Leo, when we, when you had 17, 18 strikeouts, did we even throw an off-speed pitch the first time? through I don't the not so.
1: That happens several times. And that kind of brings me back to my favorite moment too. And I'll bring you back to that one after you're done. But yeah, no, so I remember you, that for sure.
0: Yeah. Cause I, if I know we've, we've always tried, we always try to yeah. a hundred percent. But in particular, that game, I remember it like it was yesterday because I remember the first kid, we struck him out on three yeah. pitches. Uh, I, I, 100%. Boom, 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 and all three fastballs. And I said, for some reason, your fastball was just a little something different that day. And I was like, okay, we're just going to keep throwing that until somebody yeah. can even barrel it. And, and it was a whole time through the order before we even got to that, that point. I think I had like seven strikeouts. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, that yeah. One was crazy, for sure. So, so what do you mine got? Was,
1: it was our senior year at Rollins. And this was probably one of my favorite ones with you just because we had such a good game and my family was there. So we were at Rollins, and that's pretty close to my hometown, Orlando. Um, and I think I had 17 strikeouts again. And I ended, I didn't get the win. And I, uh, I got the no decision. I threw nine innings, uh, nine innings shutout with 17 Ks. And I remember you came to me after, and you just gave me a hug. You're like, we couldn't have helped you out any better. And then you just gave me a hug and we're like, we're going to win this for you. We didn't win that game, but that means as a catcher, you were working with me that whole night and you wanted some runs on the board to produce, but that's probably one of the ones that I look back on.
0: And dude, you pointing that out. I'm not kidding you. Just put a pit in my stomach, a bad yeah. pit. And I know that was a good yeah. thing, but the reason it put a bad pit in my stomach is because I went one for four in that game. This is this is the Sean McVay in yeah. me right here. I went I went one for four in that game with a strikeout and my and a double play. I remember that. And my, when I when I grounded into the double play, it was first and second, one out. And it was a tie yep. game, and I grounded into, into a double play. I will never ever forget that because you deserved <laughs> that win that day. And dude, that was one of the only series. The we only ones. Our bats were hot all year long. The entire year. Yep. year. Yeah, that was
1: one of the craziest ones. It was
0: a hundred percent. So, dude, obviously, me and you win the you know conference championship. You win pitcher of the year senior year. Basically, you know our core of our team was all first team, all conference. It was an awesome way to end it. Me, you, G Conti, we all get drafted. Um, Tell, tell me quick, just how, how, awesome was it that day? Because I know just sharing it with you guys was made it that much better. Just tell me how awesome it was for you. So with you you
1: guys being like, we weren't together, me, Mitch, Garrett, or Conti, we weren't together at all during that point in time, but we did have a group chat going. And um, the nerves were definitely on edge. So with them there, it kind of made it a little bit better because I think a bunch of us got those calls that we were going to be drafted and then it didn't happen. And then we'd kind of be like, what the heck? And we kind of text in the group chat. But when I did get drafted, that was kind of like the biggest relief off my shoulders. But every, every, what's what I've wanted since I was a little boy? Um, and I finally made my dream come true. And so it was probably like one of the best days I've ever had. And sharing that with my family, my wife now, um, it made it pretty special.
0: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. The, the funny thing is, so I've had, obviously, I've had a bunch of people on the show that have all gotten drafted, all different points in the yeah. draft too. Uh, this is uh you know kind of the, I'm repeating what I'm saying right now, but it's important uh to point out. So you went in the what, what were you 27th? 27th?
1: First pick of the 27th okay. round.
0: Okay. So- yeah, <laughs> first pick of the 27th <laughs> round. Yeah, that's true. I do remember that. Um but dude everybody Went different po- parts of the yeah. draft. Conti's thirty ninth round. I had a first rounder on here, Jared yeah. Schuster. You know what? Every single person that said that everybody used one word, and it was relief. Yeah, absolutely,
1: everybody, it
0: because it is nobody realizes until because for me, right? Like our senior year, I'm sure you felt the same way. Like we weren't even sure we were gonna no, go. Not at all. Like that's that. In its in itself is very stressful. So you, you're right. It, it takes some of the excitement away. If you're one of those guys that's like, it's either the end of my career or I get yeah. to play. And especially because you're waiting <laughs> around the
1: TV for three days. You know what I mean? You you watch it's, this and exactly. all these kids' dreams are coming true. You're just waiting because you know you had the senior year of a career and you're like, when's mine coming? You know what I mean? A hundred percent.
0: And two, you. How about do you, you see in other guys you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. So not not you and Garrett and like people personally, I know, but I'm saying people you've played against, yeah. all that stuff. You see them start to go and you're like, damn. Yep. You're like, damn, when is it me? And then when it finally happens, it is just an instant oh, yeah. Absolutely. uh sigh of relief. Um so dude, we're gonna talk about your pro ball career a little bit because it is a hard one for me to swallow just yeah. because I Think you're such a good uh pitcher, obviously. Um, So, dude, let's get into it. Obviously, COVID played a huge yeah. factor in it. Um, So, just run me through. You know, you obviously played rookie ball in the GCL. Yeah. Run me through how that went, just so, quick, and uh, then obviously get into how you got. Roamed.
1: Yeah. So, I played my rookie season in the GCL. So, when I first got there, I think don't quote me on this, but my senior year of college, I feel like 139 innings, which is which is a lot. So we take, it's basically, we get back home from the regionals. We take June off the July's in June. And then we, I think I reported like one of the first, I th- actually I reported on like June 10th, which was my birthday. That was our first day there, which was my birthday. And so we get there and we have like our team meetings and stuff, it was all great. Probably the one of the happiest days of my life. Get all of our signing pictures done. And so then it's time for like- and That the, is that is yeah, an awesome So then day. it's time for like team meetings. And so we basically go through my plan for the summer. So I was in the GCL and my first meeting was, they didn't want me to throw a lot because i already put so much strain on my my arm from the season before. So they wanted me to come pitch only like 10 to 15 innings all out of the bullpen. And so predominantly I was a starter, but coming out of the bullpen was something I wasn't used to, but I made it work. And I had a decent, decent uh, GCL season. I walked way too many people. I think I probably had like 10 walks and probably 16 innings. Um, but my ERA was like a 1.7, I want to say. Something, something in those lines. Um, and that was it. So that was my season. So we go back for the next year, and that's COVID year. We go to spring training, and I remember it was the day Donovan Mitchell got COVID. Is the day that we got quarantined in our hotel room and sent home, like, the next day. Um, So then we're in the whole offseason, blah, blah, blah. I'm training. I didn't have a job. I had a part-time job. And I was training at this place called RBI, and I'd had a catcher and stuff and training. And so I want to say I don't remember which month it is, but it was like two weeks before spring training. And so my coaches are calling me, we're having our team meetings and stuff. So I remember it was this, it was on a Monday night, I believe. And my coach calls me that day. We're going through our and he's like, "Hey, I think you're reporting like next week. Get your stuff ready. Like we're gonna get on this thing." So I'm like, "All right, let's go." Yeah. So I start preparing myself. I tell my wife and everything like, "Hey, I'm probably I'm reporting next week." Here it goes. And that night I get a call from the GM telling me I'm released. And so at that point, I'm like, well, I just wasted this whole offseason basically preparing for nothing. And I waited, nothing really came in. I had chances to go play independent baseball, but I basically already had a job lined up. And so if another potential pro opportunity came up, I was definitely going to jump on it and take it, but nothing arise. So I kind of just let it go. And that's how I got released. And it was kind of like, I never got the full shot at it, but I was happy with where my career ended. In essence, that I got drafted.
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And obviously, absolutely nothing to yeah. be ashamed of how it went down. Like, think about how mine's going down. If mine ended right yeah. now, it would be a mess of a a mess of a career yeah. too. And it was. Um, I, I
1: thought they could have released me in a better way. Maybe prepared me more for uh, oh. for an opportunity to play with another team. Um, but. It's like, yeah. Well, yeah,
0: yeah, cuz if they would have if they would have released you months before spring yeah. training, you would have had time to try do some tryouts Absolutely, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And the thing that th- where I come in in the story, which is not a big part of the story at all, but I remember I texted you.
2: You texting us. Yeah. Cuz
0: you got cuz I hadn't had my report date yet and neither had Conti or Garrett, so you texted us and you go, "Hey, I got my report no. date." And then all of a sudden you texted in that same group chat you got released and you remember we thought because you're anybody who knows pickles you are a jokester you're the team clown like all that stuff so we all instantly thought you were joking because you had just told us about your report date and you i i was like i was shocked and yeah just show it's like some of the negative sides of all this stuff that goes down um because you know it's just nobody deserves it, yeah, it that sucks way because like it I should didn't just, even
1: play the season prior to it. It getting released on a basically an empty season. It, it kind of, it kind of sucked. That's you know?
0: what I, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like if you would have, if you would have thrown 150 innings, been a starter, you know, and then had a seven year and then they did this, yeah. then they did this. Okay. I get it. But yeah, just the way it went about because you didn't, it's the way I feel right now because we haven't sucked.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying?
0: Because we have, like, if I suck and they release me, okay. But because we haven't sucked yet, and I'm not saying I've done anything yeah. good yet, and we know the difference between saying, like
1: between like our potential and and where we stand and where we should play. You know what I mean?
0: Ex- yeah. Exactly. And and that's how I. That's that's how I'm feeling right now. It's just I'm like I can't hang it up because i believe yeah. in my talent and i and i haven't sucked yet like i said i haven't been great yet yeah. either but i haven't sucked and i've seen a lot of guys who have struggled struggled and i want to give myself an opportunity to yeah. struggle to to see what to see what i got essentially and i feel like again you're one of those guys that didn't get that and it's shot different coming either. from
1: like i feel like the pathways from like a first rounder to like a 20th rounder, the paths to the, to the MLB are completely different. And a lot of people oh, it's don't understand different. that as well.
0: Uh, uh-huh. yes, it, it's, it's not that the, you don't have to work hard in both of them.
1: you still have to work hard in both, both, oh, both ways, but
0: abs- absolutely. Yeah. But the, but the opportunity is, is boom. right yes, in front Absolutely. Of them. Some, some of the later rounder guys, yeah, they can get a great opportunity, but other guys, you know, they, they do fly under the radar yep. sometimes, and it's just about waiting for your exactly. shot, and when you get that shot, running with it. Um, it only takes one time yeah, to be dude. seen.
1: That's a, that's a good no point. No doubt,
0: no doubt. But I appreciate you, uh, you know, honestly telling me about telling everybody Absolutely. about that because I think it is a, I think it is a unique story that a lot of young guys because I know there's like a lot of high school uh, ball players that listen to this show because of. The baseball factory mm-hmm. stuff that I do. So usually when I go there, I tell them about this. So I know a lot of those guys listen. Yeah. So it, it is. It's good to have a guy like you on, just so they can hear different Absolutely. perspectives. Um, but dude, moving on. Let's get right into Catcher's Corner, dude. We're doing fantastic on time. Um, let's get right into Catcher's Corner. I want to start it off hot with Super Bowl predictions. Okay. What you got? who you're taking, and maybe a little reason so,
1: why. Here's where I stand on it. I really want the Bengals to win. I don't think the Bengals have a shot at it right now just because of that defensive line from the Rams and the offensive line from the Bengals. I don't think the offensive line from the Bengals have a chance. Um, so I want, I want at heart, I want the Bengals to win, but if money was on it, I'd definitely put my money on the Rams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm glad. this. Is, so I've asked for some predictions. I think I did it last week. I might have even done it the week before. I don't remember. But last week I agreed with ev- with the both predictions that uh the guy Darius yeah. that I had on made. So I agreed with both. I completely disagree with this one. Okay. The re- and it, the reason for that is is because 2 weeks ago I would have said, "Yeah, Bengals O-line no shot. They're screwed." After last week after last week they he did not get pressured he was he was getting it out there was not a lot of contact yeah. on him so i'm curious and agree different beast in aaron donald and yep, von miller absolutely. i totally Didn't get agree you got that man back there but jalen ramsey i just got i just got this weird feeling that Jalen Ramsey's gonna gonna be going at it with Jamar Chase, and a guy and a guy like T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, like I could easily see Tyler Boyd all of a sudden. Well, is Tyler Boyd playing? I think so. He might be hurt.
1: Tyler Boyd, I'm pretty I don't know, sure whatever.
0: Playing. But but a guy like one like a, a guy like T Higgins or one of their secondary guys, I could see Joe Burrow just feasting yeah. to them because you know you know in a Super Bowl it's some random what guy. About that? Matthew that, Stafford,
1: Cooper Cup. That always goes history, you know?
0: know. And listen, I I won't be mad. at oh, the neither. Both ways win. it goes. Usually, yeah. yeah. Usually, usually in a Super Bowl, I don't like one of the teams yeah. or something like that. In this one, I if Stafford wins it, I'll be totally happy. If if Joe Burrow wins it, I'll be totally happy. Um, I think the Bengals are going to pull it off, and honestly, I want yeah. them to. Even though I'm, even though I'm a, i am I like the Bengals.
1: I do. Joe Burrow's a beast. Dude, he has the most swag in the NFL.
0: Big, I know. I'm a big T. Higgins guy too. Maybe oh yeah, don't, T. Uh, Higgins is beast. Cause he, cause, he's on my fantasy. Because he went to Clemson. Yeah. Because yeah, he went to Clemson. I'm huge, huge T. Higgins guy. Um. All right. This one's so stupid, but I saw it on uh, Nutter the Lumberland okay. Company page. You know how yeah, they do yeah, all yeah. those videos. I I saw them ask the company the the everybody in the office this question. So. I figured you'd give a good answer. So, if you could change your name to anything, what would you change your name to? Because I have mine. So
1: go ahead. Um, Chainsaw. I've I said this once. I said it in college. <laughs> um, I'll say it again. Chainsaw. Nobody has the name Chainsaw, and it just sounds pretty cool. You know what I mean?
0: Maybe I'll post that yeah. on TikTok and see if anybody and see if anybody actually does have the name Chainsaw. yeah, yeah
1: that could be it. Chainsaw. And Conti would be right, proud of that mine, one because Conti called me chainsaw for a while, so he'd be proud of that uh, one. I remember yeah.
0: that. I remember that for sure. <laughs> um, mine and I might—you might have even heard me say this around Ecker too. Mine would be mine would be Chooch dingers.
1: <laughs> I remember that.
0: So yeah, you always had the yeah. craziest thing. So if I, if, I could, if I could have if I could change my name to anything, it'd be Chooch Chuch dingers ding. just because hose. Drop in tanks. Exactly. Not that I, not that I do that, but everybody would yeah. think I did if my name was Chooch Dingers. That's
1: a pretty cool name. Maybe something to look so, forward to you in your future, kid. I <laughs> like yeah, that one.
0: I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Nicole's uh, oh, signing up like Chooch Dingers as our kid. Um, all right, so being the song about Florida, being we met in Florida, yeah. being you live in Florida, give me your favorite ride at Universal and give me your favorite ride at Disney. Ooh.
1: Good question. So my favorite ride at Disney, absolutely, uh Rock and Roller Coaster. Uh, just a phenomenal ride. You can't go wrong with it. Um, Universal. Definitely either it's gotta be between two of them. Rip ride rocket's pretty good, and the Hulk is pretty good. So you can't go yeah, wrong the with Hulk any of those fire. roller coasters. Agreed.
0: Yeah. So mine at Disney, those are, are fantastic. Mine at Disney, dude, it's tough. I would have agreed with you and i would have said that until this no the slinky since the slinky i'm a big toy story guy i've talked about it on the show before it's my favorite childhood movies um and dude the slinky roller coaster i just think is awesome that whole section i don't know if you've been there since then uh but yeah it's uh it's an awesome section over there and then and then dude universal I gotta say the mummy. The mummy. Oh,
1: the mummy is a good ride where you go backwards. Yeah, Ooh, that's dude. a
0: great ride. It's it's a sleeper. I think it's a big sleeper. The line's never too me, long there either. I know it's a, it's a good it's a it's a solid ride for the wait yeah, time. For too. Sure. It makes it
1: worth it. It's w- super yeah. worth it. If you're going to Rip Ride Rocket um, over there, you're waiting for an hour and a half at least.
0: hundred percent. But that ride is yeah, definitely worth the wait because with you get to pick your yeah. song and and stuff. Yeah. No, that that one is dope. All right. This one I hope I hope it's easy cuz I'm pretty sure you should have okay. one you know ready to go. Um favorite QB of all time. Ooh.
1: Yeah, uh tough, but probably Tom Brady. Now, I probably wouldn't have said that 2 years ago. Um, but just as he got older and watching him, how good he really is, and how well he can carry a team, it takes us felt it takes a special person to do what he does, and so he's probably the best quarterback of all time, and probably one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean that that's a fantastic answer, and I totally relate to what you yeah. said about how since he went to Tampa, you know, it just took away the bad, the bad. Yes uh you know the villain yeah, the, the the yeah it took away like the villain um you know just persona that he carried with him in bill belichick yeah. in in new England, in new England, you know um and then when he got to Tampa, it seemed like he just opened up like didn't care, just said whatever he wanted, you know just did whatever he wanted and, and had fun. And it was cool to yep. see that side of Tom Brady. I couldn't agree more. He could have for another
1: five years at the he was going, holy smokes. I, oh,
0: a, agreed. I would take Hoping him on my Cowboys squad any day.
1: Something, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> my favorite quarterback of all time, Ben Roethlisberger, sure. I know. But him just retiring, me being a Steelers fan, I've never had a time in my life where he's, he hasn't yeah. been a Steelers quarterback. Um, so it's going to be weird. Going off of that though, it's going to be weird, but I'm also hyped because this is the first time in my life I've ever been excited from a QB perspective yeah. in terms of the in terms of the draft. Something different, exactly. So I'm hoping they either trade up to get uh, Pickett or or they get um, Malik. Uh, what the heck I is think his last name? You guys may have
1: a chance at Russell Wilson too.
0: I know. I don't I. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd rather – I wouldn't mind like Jimmy G, yeah, Jimmy G somebody like some that either. Safe pick. You know, get Jimmy G and then also draft a young yeah. guy and have Jimmy G, develop him, let him sit for a year. For sure. Kind of do something like that. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't mind that. All right. This one I'm excited about because I love this question. Um, if, you, if you think you could make it to the Olympics in one event, what Olympic event would that be? Oh, man.
1: It ain't nothing with speed, I'll tell you that much. Holy smokes. <laughs> um, You know? It would happen. What do you think you got? Dude, I honestly think um, there was a... Best shot. Best shot. I'm not saying you no, would. No, but like I mean, the archery thing, that's what shot. I was doing. The archery thing would be a pretty fun thing to do, and I think that's not the only thing I'd have hope at. Um, even though i don't have make- the best shot if i train long enough maybe i can do something like that <laughs> that's about the only thing for shot put i thought what
0: okay yeah i thought you were you know when you said the archery thing i thought you were going to be like yeah i've been bow hunting
1: yeah i bow hunt but the bows that we use for hunting are completely different than the bows that they use for that the no they're not the same at all they but okay them. that's
0: that's a fair yeah. that's a fair skill that if you trained hard enough you could probably get pretty yeah, good yeah for at. sure all right, mine, mine is badminton or European handball. Oh, handball was a good one.
1: That takes on a lot that's of that's what like I'm brand saying.
0: Okay, so badminton would be yeah, tough. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. But if I got a if I got a stud partner, really trained, okay, could definitely make it.
1: Handball you can right away.
0: That's what yeah. I'm saying, dude. We have good arms. We're athletic. Yeah. Baseball players and handball, probably a lot of similarities in terms of who would be good at Absolutely. each sport. Um, so yeah, dude, that's what I got yeah. uh, for catches, catches corner, um, and that's what I got for the show too. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed this week's episode. Pick you got anything you want to oh, say before we sure guys uh, call like it a night?
1: Subscribe. This was a lot of fun, and thank you for having me on here.
0: No doubt, buddy. It won't be the last time. Uh, I'm I'm hoping. You know, once I get to spring training, we start rolling some episodes out in person with yeah, some that'd guys. Be really, cool. really start yeah, really starts growing. Um, because I think people will be interested. Maybe try to get a coach so, on there too,
1: see so it from their perspective. That'd be really cool.
0: Oh a hundred percent. I've I've thought about some coaches that I that would absolutely yeah. come on and shoot the shit, shoot the shit with me during the season. So I just gotta see where I'm at, get everything figured out, and then uh Obviously, the podcast isn't the top priority. Absolutely, when I go to spring Absolutely. training, so we'll see how that goes. But Pick, I will—I'll uh, tag you in everything, buddy. Um, so, guys, if you enjoyed Pickles' episode, make sure you give him a follow as well, uh, and hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the.